get the mic. Honey, I got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj, and we are back with another episode of Eggs Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. Y'all, it's Wednesday. It's been a long week. It was a long week last week. It's a long week this week. But we are still here, and I'm so excited to be recording again and dropping content for you all. Um, if you are new to this, welcome to Axe Monster Podcast, where I am discussing all things life, lifestyle, pop culture, and social trends with the splash of black girl magic. And if you ain't new to this, you true to this, so welcome back to Axe Monster Podcast. You already know how this goes. So we will jump into, do I want to do life updates or a Maj moment first? Hmm, let's kick it off with Maj moment first. Then we'll get into some life updates. Then we'll talk about uh, our small black biz shout out. And then we'll get into some popping topics. How does that sound? And y'all, we'll get into some life updates in a second. But I tried out this new lipstick, right? I bought this new lipstick from... Um, what is it called? Morphe? I don't know if it's Morphe or NYX. It's one of those. Anyway, I tried it today um, when I was getting ready to start recording and it matches my earrings and my top. And we're going to talk about this top in a second because, baby, we got merch and I need y'all to get your merch. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second when we get into some life updates. And then I got the pink and green vibe going. The nails are green. The earrings, lip, shirt, background. Like, it's just giving a pretty girl. <laughs> but we'll get to all that good stuff in a second let's jump into this Maj moment because I have um, a really inspiring Maj moment for you all um, and the Maj moments are always aimed you know at being inspiring so hopefully uh, the Maj moments do inspire you but I watched um, Kevin Hart has a platform called Heart to Heart um, you know where he interviews you know just impactful celebrities um, I think he did like Don Cheadle one time um, and so this, um, the most recent interview he did was with Jay-Z and it was so good. It was so good. Jay-Z is so, oh my God, he's so smart. He's so talented. He's intelligent. Like, I mean, his mind, the way his mind works, I just, I just love it. Um, and you know, and I, and he doesn't do a lot of interviews. And so when, you know, Beyonce is the same way. And so, um, you know, when they do interviews, I'm like, oh yes, I, you know, I have to tune in. Um, child, and I love me some Jay-Z, but boy, that man is attractive you know Beyonce has a song I can't remember um what it's called but it's on the album that she just dropped and she says it must be your face because it ain't your cash baby there is nothing you can tell me like she was absolutely talking about Jay-Z when she said that like I mean absolutely like she was talking about Jay because baby I know you love this man but how do you it's just yeah no anyway that's besides the point I watched the interview with um Kevin and Jay-Z and one of the biggest takeaways um, from that interview that, that really resonated with me was Jay-Z said, you know, one thing you can control is how you spend your time. And, you know, after I finished the interview, that just resonated with me. I kept thinking about that. And, you know, that's something that, you know, I kind of struggle with because I'm doing so many things. Miss Black USA, my podcast, I work full time. 
Um, I'm traveling once a month. I, you know, I have speaking engagements. I'm hosting, you know, um, and, and, and it's hard to kind of find that balance, right? And, and so that really stuck with me is, you know, you choose, right? Like you control how you spend your time. So, you know, the Maj moment for today is be intentional with how you spend your time. Like Jay-Z said, you know, you control. That is one thing that you can control is how you spend your time. And so be intentional with that. Be intentional with, you know, how you spend your time. Be intentional with your self-care. Be intentional with your work, with the projects, with the things that you're working on. Be intentional with your content that you're putting out. Um, and, and don't don't invest time in things and people that don't serve you, you know, make sure that, you know, there's a there's a why in everything that you're doing and your why should be twofold. Right. So your why should be what you're getting out of it and then how you're also impacting others. So, yeah, I, you know, I, that, that's the Maj moment for today. You know, it's, it's pretty simple, but be intentional with, you know, how you spend your time, you know, and I'm in this place of, you know, just reflection, reflecting. And we'll talk about this in a second, too. Um, you know, but I'm just in this place of reflecting, you know, with how I can better balance or how I can better harmonize, you know, with just everything I have going on across the board and how I can better spend my time. Um, because every opportunity is not a yes opportunity. And what I mean by that is everything that comes across my desk, everything that comes across my email, every opportunity that, you know, I'm given doesn't mean I have to say yes to. Every opportunity is not a yes opportunity. And that's one thing I'm learning. Um, yeah, it's just to be more strategic with, you know, what I say yes to, how I spend my time, you know, and, and sort of how I balance and harmonize. And, you know, I use the word harmonize because I'm reading, well, I just finished uh, Gabrielle's, Gabrielle Union's second book, um, uh, You Got Anything Stronger, that's what it's called. And she talked about how, you know, when she would go on interviews, they would always ask her, how does she balance? You know, and she would make up this, you know, idea of how she balances or this, you know, um, just this talk track about, you know, just balancing, you know, being a mom, you know, being a, a, a wife, you know, and, and being her own person, you know, chasing her career as an actor and author and all these other things that, you know, Gabrielle Union has her hands in. But then she, you know, at the end of the chapter, she said, you know, there's no such thing as balance, right? Like you, we are all just trying our best. And so, you know, I use the word harmony because that, to me, that's, that's more so of, you know, doing our best. And, and it means, you know, I guess ensuring that everything you're doing is aligned, right? It's strategic, it's intentional, it's all in harmony. And so that's what I mean by, you know, harmonizing or, or harmony. And so, yeah, that's my, you know, my advice to you. That's the Maj moment for today is, you know, be intentional with how you spend your time. Um, be strategic, you know, with, with what you say yes to, where you invest your time. Um, be strategic about that. Be intentional about how you spend your time. So I hope that, you know, inspire somebody today, you know, to do some reflection, reflecting, um, you know, spend some time reflecting, you know, with, with your time, what you're invested in, um, and, and be strategic about that, you know, be intentional about that, reevaluate and make sure that, you know, these are things that, you know, are benefiting you, you know, benefiting your goals, you know, are aligned with your future and what you want to do. Um, and, and that serve you, you know, that serve you, bring value to you. So be intentional with your time. Okay, so moving on, we got some life updates. Let's get into some life updates. Um, for those of you who are new um, and, and may not know this, I am the reigning Miss Black USA. And, you know, I've been Miss Black USA for a year now. So this is pageant week. Um, and this Sunday, I will be giving away my crown. 
And so I'm again, you know, I'm in this place where I'm just like reflecting, you know, I'm thinking about my reign and everything that I was able to accomplish. And, you know, I'm emotional, like I'm excited, I'm happy. You know, I, I used to always do this, this um, like word of the month on, on Instagram, on social media. And so, um, you know, I kind of like to share that here. And I've, I, I said this a couple of times before, but, you know, my word for, for August is, is reflection, you know, because I'm really taking, you know, this time, you know, as I, you know, give my crown away. Um, we are actually halfway through podcast, uh, Ask Marsha podcast season two. We are halfway through. And so just as I think about, you know, the future, as I look forward, you know, as I think about this transition, you know, out of this season of the podcast, out of, you know, my crown and out of this just particular season, I'm just doing a lot of reflecting of, you know, what I want the future to look like, you know, um, again, reflecting on what I've accomplished, what I want to do more of, what I've fallen in love with, um, you know, really just what's next. Um, so I'm excited about that. I am super excited about that. You know, I will be giving my crown away this Sunday and pageant week kicks off tomorrow, actually. So um, make sure y'all follow me on the gram, you know, and all those good things so you can kind of keep up with, you know, just pageant week and checking out all the queens who are competing. And, you know, I'm sending love to all of them. This is a tough time. It's an exciting time, but it's a tough you know, time filled with anxiety, filled with like all of these, you know, crazy emotions and feelings. And so I can only imagine, you know, what's going through your head, what's going through their heads, you know, because I've been there, I've done that before and I felt exactly, you know, what they're feeling at this moment. So sending love to all my queens who are competing this week. And yeah, you know, I just, you know, I encourage you to stay tuned, like I said, with my journey, um, you know, and I'm reflecting, reflecting, reflecting. Um, oh, and for those of you who are interested in watching the pageant, it will be uh, aired live on Fox Soul. Um, and that is Sunday, August 7th. Oh, Lord, let me get this right. I think it starts at 8. I believe it starts at 8. I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> Y'all follow me on Instagram, and I promise I will get the time right there. But I definitely believe it's August 7th. It's definitely Sunday, August 7th. And I believe it starts at eight. So it will be live streamed on Foxhole. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. Support these queens, these beautiful queens. Support me as I do my final walk. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Um, yo, I got merch. I got merch. I got merch. I got merch. We got merch. Baby, go and get your all exclusive Axe podcast merch. On my, web, on my website, easy to get to. I've also added the link um, in my bio, on my personal page, Axe and in the podcast page, that's at Axe Podcast. Go get your merch. This is actually, if you are watching on YouTube, ooh, child, got a little crumb. Hold on, let me wipe that off. All right. Um, ooh, child, didn't get off. Okay, hold on. Um, ooh, a little crumb. I don't know what that is. Okay, so this is one of the shirts, and this is what I was talking about. I tried this new lipstick. Child, I went to Ulta the other day. And I bought a bunch of lipstick for pageant weekend. I was doing some um, last minute pageant shopping this weekend. And I bought this particular lipstick. And I was like, oh, let me try it today. And so when I put it on, it happened to match the merch. Okay, like this was destined. And my earrings. It's super cute. I love it. I'm still warming up to it. But I really do love it. Um, but yes, y'all go get y'all merch. And I really love this. This shirt is the um, Axe Masha Podcast Anniversary Tee. Because on the back of the shirt... It has all of the episodes from season one. So it's really lit. Let me see if I can turn around without messing up the... Okay, maybe not. It's a small space. Wait, hold on. Here we go. Wait, can y'all see it? Okay. 
Can we see it? All right, y'all can see it. Yes, okay. I know this probably got a whole bunch of um, noise in the back. But anyway, you get the point. If you are watching on YouTube, I just showed off the, um, th this is the anniversary tea. Um, and it says Axe Masha Podcast on the front. And then on the back, it has all of the episodes from um, season one. So yeah, I, got, I have this shirt. I have a hoodie. Hoodie season is coming up. Go get your hoodies. Um, it's an Axe Masha Podcast hoodie. I got an Axe Masha Podcast dad cap, which is super cute. Um, you can pair it with any of the shirts. You can pair it with a hoodie. Um, I got some super cute earrings. Those are limited edition. So um, when they sell out, they sell out. But they're super cute Axe Mosh earrings. Um, I have an On Wednesdays. We listen to Axe Masha podcasts. Um, what other tea? Uh, let me get the mic, okay, from the theme song. Let me get the mic. Yeah, so anyway, y'all go and get y'all Axe Masha podcast merch. Support your girl. Oh, support a black business. Um, okay, so I think that's it. Um, it's pageant week. Make sure y'all get y'all merch. And yeah, I think those are all my life updates right now. Um, yes, okay, that's it. So speaking of small black businesses, small black businesses, uh, our small black biz shout out goes to, drum roll please, the Proud Black Brand. Make sure y'all follow the Proud Black Brand on Instagram. I believe it is at the Proud Black Brand. Um, the Proud Black Brand, founded by Jalen Ward, was created in 2019 and is a multimedia clothing and lifestyle brand that focuses on representing black culture with positivity and taste. In today's cultural climate, black people are evolving every day as well as our entire community. The proud black brands, that's a tongue twister. Proud black brand, proud black brand, proud black brand, proud black brand. Uh, the proud black brand's goal is to connect all generations of black people through our unique concepts, designs, and visual broadcasting. Most importantly, the brand aims to tell the story of what it means to be proud black so y'all go and check out the proud black brand on instagram and all of your socials oh and they have a website too the proudblackbrand.com um and Jalen ward he and i went to school together that's definitely family um so y'all go and check out the proud black brand and he has some really 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 cool um merch that he just dropped so go and get that before it sells out all right let's get into these popping topics we got a lot to catch up on okay so you know what i'll be trying not to you know do too much and include too much into the episode because baby i could talk for hours and hours hours okay so baby beyonce is back honey beyonce, like i should have started with that like i should have started with that beyonce is back baby and i'm just that girl oh my god beyonce just does it like she just gets it like the 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 first song like the intro the opening is just oh, chef's kiss i mean like i'm just that girl oh my god like the message behind that like that that's the new anthem like anytime like at this point like that's my new anthem that's gonna be like my response to everything like Masha, how do you, it's just that I'm that girl. Masha, how do you, it's just I'm that girl. Masha, how do you, or what did you, it's just I'm that girl. So anytime you ask me something, like, that's going to be the answer. <laughs> that's going to be the response, baby. It's just I'm that girl. I mean, baby, confidence is on 
a thousand, a cr- like period per, it's just, I'm that girl. Like, I mean, just, I don't, yeah, that's it. Like, I, I, I just want to cut the podcast off after that. Like, that's it. I, it's just, I'm that girl. Okay, let me move on. Cause I know y'all probably get in the way. Okay. So I, I love the album. I love the album. I love, 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 love the album. And you know what? I, when Break My Soul first came out, I, I said this before, and I hope Beyonce never hears this. Um, I, I wasn't like 100% feeling it. Like, I love the message behind it, but I wasn't feeling the electronica vibe. Like, that wasn't, that's not me. I, that's not what I was looking for from her. Um, and I was a little skeptical about the album coming out because I kind of felt like that was the vibe she was going to go with. And the thing is, I feel like that is the vibe that she went with because, you know, as I was listening to the album through, I kind of felt like Break My Soul just fit like right, like it just blended right into the album. And even though I was a little skeptical, I actually love the vibe of the album. Like I love the vibe of the album. Like it's, it's uh, to me, I think it's very different for Beyonce. You know, I don't, she's never put out something that sounds like this. Um, you know, it definitely gives into that, what, what is it called? I guess like house music or whatever, like that electronica, like it still gives into that, but she still put a little bit of like, you know, her B or a vibe, whatever you want to call it. Like she still has that on the album and that's what I love about it. And so I was, like I said, I was a little bit skeptical, but I I fell in love with the album. And I think this is one of those albums that's going to continue to kind of grow on me. But you know, off of the first listen, I was in love and You know, I think there were, you know, I talked to several people about it and I know a lot of folks kind of had like some mixed emotions because it did have that like house music, electronica vibe, in my opinion. Um, But first I think, you know, it's definitely not not like regular beat, right? This is definitely not what I think a lot of people were expecting from her. you know, it's, it's different. Like Beyonce has never made to me music that sounds like this, this latest album. Um, another thing is that, you know, this album is not an R and B album, right? It's not a four. It's not a lemonade. Like this is not R and B. Like this is not, uh, I would not call this rhythm and blues at all. Like this is not R and B. This is a totally different genre. And like I said, you know, this is different for her based on what we expect from her or what we, um, know Beyonce to put out. So this is different, you know, but like I said, I still love it. And I think, you know, sometimes when we're so used to it, and I talked about this with the Drake album, you know, when we're so used to hearing something, um, it's kind of hard to accept when, when I guess when the artist is trying something new because we're expecting to hear that same thing. And so that's how kind of how I felt about Drake's album was not that it was trash or bad. It just wasn't typical Drake, right? It wasn't typical Drake. Um, and like I said, you know, I love us black people, but... You know, I feel like if Drake did put out the same thing, then when we say, oh my God, this is regular Drake or this is the same old, same old. But then when he puts something new out, it's like, you know, well, I don't like this. So anyway, I definitely think it's different for her. It's not an R&B album. Another thing too I noticed is, you know, it's not a vocal album. Beyonce did not do a lot of like singing. I mean, that true gut, like from the bottom of your just gut singing like like we didn't get that you know we we i caught a few vocals like she sung on um plastic on the sofa and a few others but she really it wasn't vocal beef for for us and so i think a lot of people kind of missed out on that too 
Um, but otherwise, you know, I love the album. I love the message, you know, the messages from the album. I think that's, you know, I love Beyonce's work ethic. I love, you know, how much she's dedicated to her craft. But, you know, one thing that I, I really adore about Beyonce is the message that she puts out. And so I just, I love the message of this of this album. You know, a couple of my favorite songs, I love Comfortable. I love That Girl, of course, I'm That Girl. Um, Cause she's comfortable, comfortable in my skin, cozy with who I am. Oh, I just love that. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I love that song. I love Cuff It. That's a um a super cute, that gives me like, we skating, top down in the Corvette. Like, you know, riding around like that. It was like, it just made, it's, it's a feel good song. I think the whole album is a feel good album, but, but those are a couple of my favorites. I love Plastic on the Sofa. Baby Church Girl. Honey, she was talking to me. She was talking directly to me. Honey, pastor's kid, church girl, grew up in church all my life. Baby, but I like to have fun. I like to have fun. And so I definitely feel, you know, I I, I felt where she was coming from. I felt like she was talking to me. Um, another thing, baby, this was a song for the girls. And when I say girls, I mean gay people. Like this was a song, I mean, an album, excuse me. This was an album for the girls. Like this gave me Vogue all day like basement voguing all day like i'm like i know the gays are the girls are all up in this album i know y'all are eating this album ah i love it um and yeah like i said you know this definitely gives the electronic vibe you know when i was listening to it I, it kind of gave me like like i pictured in my head like a chicago club basement club white girls drunk no rhythm, bumping into each other. Like, that's the vision I got from this, from, you know, like listening to, I guess, like the beat behind the album. But either way, I do love it. I understand the mixed emotions, but, you know, I do think that this album will grow in a lot of people. Um, and there was something else I was getting ready to say. Oh, you know, the fact that there is, you know, I believe Beyonce confirmed that, I think it's a three-part, a three-part album or three-part project, did I say? So this is act one. And so, you know, although I do love the album, I do love the direction that she went with this, I still would also love like R&B Beyonce, like vocal Beyonce, like that true four, one plus one party, I care, like I still would love that. And so it would be really cool. Like I would appreciate, you know, if she was to do, you know, that R&B, you know, true vocal B vibe on, you know, act two or act three. Like that would be holy grail for her to, you know, release a, a three part project and have a little bit of like, like little pieces of her on each act, I think would be like Beyonce, I'm good. I'm good. I like my money is to the side for the tours. Like I'm ready for the tour. I've already been saving my money. Like I'm ready. Let's go when you announcing it, buying the tickets type thing. Um, so yeah, I, I love the album. Like I'm going to continue to listen to it. I, I, I got to start learning the words so I can sing them. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. I, I, I truly, truly love, love, love the album. Um, uh, so shout out my girl B, Beyonce's back, Renaissance, we here. And I mean, after a six year hiatus, I mean, what more could you ask for? Like, uh, I just, I ain't just that girl it's just i am that girl if you haven't listened baby you missing out what are you doing what are you doing with your time like what are you doing with your time if you're not listening to me i say <laughs> anyway moving forward um will smith addressed 
let me say this. Okay, Will Smith addresses the Oscar slap in a new video where he apologizes to risk to Chris Rock. So the reason why I paused is because after watching so the video is like a six minute video. It's on his YouTube. Go watch it. It'll take you six minutes. It's literally like five minutes and forty five seconds. Go watch it. Um, the reason why I hesitated is because I didn't really feel like Will Smith actually addressed the slap. I feel like it was more of a the people, I, don't get me wrong, I think it was genuine. I think it was authentic. But I think it was more of like, the people have been waiting for me to say something, so let me say something and apologize. Like, I don't really feel like he addressed anything. When you say you addressing something, you know, or if, if somebody said they addressed something, baby, I want the details. I want to know what happened. I want to know. And when I say what happened, obviously, I, like, I was watching it. I know what happened. But, like, I want to know what happened from Will's perspective. Like, what were you thinking? Like, did something click in your head? Like, I got to go slap this man. Like, did you ever hesitate as you were walking up? Like, as you were walking, was it like, I can't believe I'm about to do this? Did you know you were going to slap him when you got up? And then, like, if you watch it, if you watch, like, the clips, it looks like when, um, when Will Smith or when Chris Rock initially made the joke will was laughing and then like it looks like jada rolled her eyes and then will got up and went and slapped him and then like when he came back down and he was like yelling it just was like a quick switch and yes i saw what happened but like i want to hear it from will's perspective like i want to know his pov and pov is point of view for for, for y'all who are a little, little little challenged um like, I want to, like, break it down for us. What was going through your mind? Like, what happened? I want to know all of it. Give me the details. Like, baby, let me call his, let me, let me call his, his publicist because, well, that, it wasn't enough for me. And I mean, you know, he probably still is going through his healing journey. I get that. You know, he is probably still, you know, a little fuzzy for him, which he, he did say in the video, um, so I guess I get that. And I think, you know, you know, he felt it was time to say something, but without going too much into detail. So maybe he will cover it later. But I think that's what I was looking for when we say he addressed the Oscar slap. No, baby, I want to hear. Let us into your mind. That's addressing it for me. But anyway, so um, in the video, he he's like reading questions. So he reads three questions. Um, and I won't go too into detail about what he said. It's literally a six minute video. Like, go watch it, y'all. Um, but he, uh, the first question was that he was reading. Uh, so he like read the questions and he would answer the questions in the video. So the first question was, why didn't you apologize to Chris Rock in your acceptance speech? So he goes on to say why he didn't apologize. Um, he also mentioned that he has reached out to Chris Rock. And I guess Chris said he wasn't you know, ready to talk about it yet. So Chris or uh, Will said, so I will say to you, Chris, I apologize to you. My behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you are ready to talk. Um, he also made it a point to say that, you know, after I guess he's been reflecting and, and thinking about what happened, he said, you know, there's no part of him, you know, that feels like what he did was right in any way. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I would love to hear more about, you know, where his mind is, what he was thinking you know, all those good things. And and not a, it's not, for me, it's not like about him making an excuse. Like, I just want to know. Like, I just want to know where your mind was. Kind of just like a point of understanding. The next question uh, that he answered was, did Jada have anything to do with it? And he did say no. Um, he said no, Jada didn't have anything to do with it, which is also weird to me because, like I said, from the clip, it looked like, I think my earring's going to fall out. Okay. Um, from the clip... Um, it looked like he was laughing at first and then Jada rolled her eyes and that's what prompted him to get up. So again, like, I just want to hear from his perspective. Um, 
And then his last question was, what do you say to the people that le- that you let down? And so he kind of went into detail about, you know, just how he's working on himself, so on and so forth. So if you have some time, go watch it. Like I said, it was a six minute video. Um, and yeah, you know, I respect Will. You know, I, I think he made a mistake, but I still love Will. Like, you know, he does. I, I, I think he he is all about, you know, just like spreading happiness, spreading love and light. And he's he, he makes mistakes. So, you know, I'm still here for Will. Like I. You know, appreciate the apology. Not, y'all, he didn't slap me. I appreciate the apology as in, like, I respect him for coming out, I guess, and apologizing. Anyway, y'all go watch the video. It's six minutes. Okay. Um, so, Carisha, Young Miami, just, yeah, my earring. It's about to, it's about to, it's about to give up. Um, let me see if it'll, it'll stay. Okay. Um, Young Miami, Carisha, uh, just dropped another interview, uh, for her Carisha Please show with Kevin Gates. And they talked his new album, past relationships, sex, and mental health. Um, I don't really know where to start. Okay, so the interview was interesting. You know, again, if you have some time, I suggest you go and watch it. Kevin Gates is very interesting. Um, and, you know, let me say, like, whenever I record my podcast, right, and I am, like, you know, searching for topics and things I want to talk about, I always kind of go through and see, like, what people are saying about the interview. Um, more so so that I, I can respond to it. You know, not that it influences my opinion, but I can kind of respond to what people are saying. And I just like to hear other people's perspective. Um, the interview was very interesting. I will say, I think... Um, I think that Kevin Gates is intelligent. I think he's a very smart man. I think he's intelligent. And I think he's done a lot of healing based on, you know, a lot of the things that he's talked about going through. Um, I also feel that Kevin is a street nigga that's been healed or redeemed. And what's the what's the um, quote you can take? The, you could take the man out the street, but you can't take the street out of the man, pretty much. Like, that's what that is. So I think that he's healing. I think he's still on his healing journey. Because, you know, I, I don't think healing is it has an end point. Um, nor is it linear, right? Um, so I think he's this street nigga who's healing. Like, who's going through a healing journey and recognizes what he's been through and that he wants to heal from it. I also think he's very intelligent. I think he's very smart. I also think... Um, Kevin uses a lot of, how do I want to say this? A lot of his intelligence or knowledge to be manipulative. I do. Like, I do. And I don't know if that, you know, is his intention, you know, but I think he can be very manipulative. And so I mentioned before that, um, you know, I was reading kind of through some of the comments and I saw two sides, right? Some people said that they feel, you know, he's a smart, intelligent man. He's way above people, right? And then other people were saying that he's manipulative. He's a narcissist, you know, all those things. And I'm going to be honest, I think it's a little bit of both. Like, I think he's very smart. I think he's very intelligent, but I also think that he uses his knowledge to be manipulative. I do. Um, I, I won't say that. Yep, there it goes. My earring is gone, child. Um, the show must go on. Um, yeah, so so I think he's an intelligent man, but I think he... I'm, I'm not going to go as far to say he's a narcissist, but I do think he uses his knowledge to be manipulative. Um, and, and so... Y'all go watch the interview. I won't get too deep into it. The couple of things that I noticed that stuck out to me. You know, I, I'm not super knowledgeable about different religions, right? Like, I think that's something that I could be more knowledgeable, not knowledgeable about. 
Kevin Gates uh, recognizes himself or acknowledges his, himself as a Muslim. And so one thing I thought was really strange was, you know, as he was quoting his spirituality, you know, he, he quoted a lot of scriptures from the Bible. And I know that, you know, Muslims go off of the Quran. So I thought that was a little strange. And again, you know, that's something that I got to do my research on. Um, and, and he did talk about, you know, what it means to be a Muslim um, and, and stuff like that. I did think that was a little strange. And and, and hear, hear me out. Like, I'm not here to say what you can and can't do, what you can and can't say. But, you know, the street nigga came out on the interview, you know, on the interview. And like I said, I think he's a street nigga who's healing. So he's a street nigga who's a Muslim. He's a street nigga who's a dad. He's like all of those good things. So he was still like just very, um, what's the word? Like, I don't want to use the word extra, but like just... He was a lot, like he was a lot. He talked a lot about his sex life, his sex fantasies, um, you know, the things that he enjoys during sex. And I kind of felt like, why are you, like it was like, I'm a Muslim on one hand and the next hand, let me tell you what I be doing in the bedroom. Like it just, you know, and then he also talked about like his sexual life being sacred. And I'm like, sir, you're telling us everything that you do in the bedroom. I, I, and then he talked about like, there was one time he talked about, you know, wanting to have sex outside. And so he talked about like leaving the restaurant with his woman and like having sex outside, outside the restaurant. But then he also talked about his relationship and sex life being sacred. So I'm like, is that sacred? If you go and have sex outside? I mean, this man talked about like getting butt naked, like outside, you know, cause that's what makes him feel free and having sex outside because we're natural beings, human beings, free beings. And I, like, you know, I'm here for the free beings. I'm here for the freedom, but I'm not sure how that aligns with being sacred. You know what I'm saying? And then another thing I didn't really care for during the interview is when Carisha was asking him about his past relationships and asking him about, you know, his sexual fantasies or different things like that, he kept using her as an example. And I thought that was really cringy. So like, for example, he's like, um, you know, th this isn't word for word, but he's like, you know, imagine me and you having sex in a bedroom. I'm like, that, that was weird. Like, that was really cringy for me. Like, don't, like, as an interviewer, like, that that was, that would have been really cringy, for, especially as a woman interviewer interviewing a man. Like, that would have been really cringy for me. Um, Kevin Gates, I noticed, is he's also an oversharer. And that's also, that also can be tough for an interviewer when the things that you are oversharing are not relevant to the question I ask. Because in my mind, it's like, you know, we need good content for the interview, but baby, get to the point. Like, answer the question. Um, so that was a little strange for me. That, that was a little annoying. Um, and then I think lastly, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Like, y'all go watch the interview. Um, it was very interesting. Like I said, I think he can be manipulative, but I think he's also a very intelligent man. So that's why I say I think he's a street nigga who's on a healing journey. Um, what was it I getting ready to say? He, gosh, I just had a brain fart. Um, oh, that's what I was talking about when I was saying like manipulative. So like, you know, there was a couple of times where like Carisha would, would ask him questions about things you could tell he didn't want to answer. So he would like go in circles, like go around and around in circles. And that's, so he talked, she talked about like cheating. Um, um, I don't really know the history between like him and Drika, um, or whatever, but I don't, you know, supposedly there may have been some cheating involved. I don't, I don't know the full story and I did not do my research, but she asked him a, a couple questions about like him cheating. Like, has he ever cheated? Why would he cheat? You know, like what some reasons for him cheating, so on and so forth. And then after she finished asking him, he, he told her, he was like, he feels like 
she's asking, like she's projecting her feelings onto him. Like he he, he says something along the lines of like, um, I feel like these questions are coming from a place of like you being cheated on. And that is manipulative. Baby, this is an interview. If I ask you, have you ever cheated? You know, or, and if you have, why would you cheat? Baby, that is not me projecting. That is you, what's the word? Um, deflecting, that's you deflecting. So in order to deflect and then be manipulative, you're gonna tell me that this is coming from a place of projecting my feelings and you know, that, that, I've been cheated on. Baby, it's an interview. Carisha's interviewing her. She did not in any point talk about her personal life. She's interviewing you. So what are you talking about? This is coming from a place of Carisha being cheated on. Like, that is manipulative. And I feel like if you do that in a setting like this, you do that with women that you that you deal with. And so, it, and, and like I said, there were other things that, that he said that I felt were pretty manipulative, but that really stuck out to me. So that's why I said I think, you know, he's a very smart man. He's very intelligent. Um, but I also feel like he uses that to be manipulative. So... Y'all go check that out. It's very interesting. Um, and, you know, I I, I like Carisha's show. You know, I like Carisha's show. So I'm going to continue to watch it. Um, and I'm excited. I'm interested to see, you know, who she, who she has next. But, yeah. All right, moving on. So Kim Burrell, if you guys don't know, she is a gospel singer. She's been getting a lot of flack lately for a video that came out. So in this video... Um, She's making jokes. She, so it looks like she's at this church. She's getting ready to sing. Um, and before she sings, she's like making these jokes. Um, and so at first, like before I watched the video, I saw this headline. The headline was saying like, Kim Burrell was calling church people ugly. Let me make things clear. She was, I don't think she was calling church people ugly at all. Like, let me, let me say that. Like headlines are clickbait. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, make sure that, you know, when you see these headlines, you're doing your research, watching these interviews. So you understand the full context of it. I don't think she was calling church people ugly in no way, shape or form. So she's, she's, you know, I guess it was like a joke. She's like joking um, before she's singing. She's making these jokes, you know, whatever. And in the, and, and, and so the part, I guess that people, so people didn't care for the video at all or anything she said in the video, the tone, the attitude behind the video or behind what she was saying, people didn't like. But I think the thing that really went viral was um, she was, uh, I think she was like talking about the pastor of the church and that she was performing at. And so she was saying that this pastor she, she loved this pastor. She enjoys working with this pastor because this particular pastor is really honest. Um, she, she was like, you know, this, this uh, pastor is truth personified. This pastor is really honest. You know, he's an integral man, so on and so forth. And then she says, but a lot of times, um, you know, being honest can make people uncomfortable. You know, uh, uh, telling folks the truth can make them uncomfortable. So then she, the joke was, you know, for example, she said, for example, nobody wants to be told that they're ugly. That's what she said. She's like, you know, nobody wants to be told that they're ugly, but the truth can make people uncomfortable. So that was that was the piece that really went viral. And I encourage you to go watch the video again. It's like it might be like four or five minutes, um, you know, so I don't necessarily think that she was calling people ugly. I just think it was sort of a bad joke, but she apologized. We'll get to that in a second. I just want to get my thoughts here. So objectively speaking, right, like if I didn't know anything about Kimberell, if I didn't know yeah, if I don't have any background about her, I would say that she was just joking, right? Like as she, you know, before she started singing, I, I will say that, you know, I think she was just joking. However, the, the, the tone of the jokes had a very arrogant, demeaning tone. Like, like, and this is, this is, so, so I'm a pastor's kid. Obviously, like I know about Kimberell, like my parents have worked with Kimberell. Um, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But, you know, I, 
coming from a place of like objectively speaking, like I don't know this lady. It didn't seem like she was joking, but it seemed like the jokes came from a demeaning place, like an arrogant, demeaning place. And again, I implore you to go and watch the video. But yeah, the jokes seemed like they came from a very like demeaning, like talk, like I'm above you. Like that was, it's above me now. Like that was the, the attitude that, or the tone or the feeling that I got from the video. So that's what I didn't like about it. Like regardless if she was, I guess just joking. And like I said, this doesn't have anything to do with her character or what people have said about her before. I'm coming from a super objective place. Um, I just, I thought that the jokes were not, like it just didn't seem like she had good intentions with, with her jokes, you know? And I obviously, you know, I wasn't there, you know, I'm watching the video, but that's what I gathered from the video. Um, it just didn't seem like the, the jokes were, like had good intentions. Um, especially for you to be at a church, like about to perform at a church. Like, I just, it didn't feel like it came from a genuine, nice, like, trying to make people laugh. Like, it came from, like, a demeaning place. And I just thought that was pretty inappropriate for where she was, you know. Now, if you are a comedian or whoever, Will Smith, Chris Rock, and you're doing stand-up, that's one thing. But, like, at a church, and I, 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 you know, it's fine that, you know, she wanted to lighten the room and tell jokes before she started singing, you know, and kind of give some personality. Like, I'm here for that. But I think the tone just was very demeaning for me. Like, I felt like it was demeaning. Now, coming from a subjective place, Kim Burrell has caught a lot of backlash. And I've heard a lot of... Um, I guess just like talk and rumors about how she has a nasty attitude. You know, I've heard that several times. I think she was on um, Sunday's Best before as a judge. And I, I didn't watch, uh, watch, watch the season that she was on or any of the seasons that she was on. But I heard a lot of feedback that she was nasty to those contestants. Um, and I've heard that, you know, just in, in personal conversations that Kim Burrell has a terrible attitude. Um, a very nasty, very terrible attitude, very arrogant, cocky. And I don't know this lady. These are just things that I've heard, um, you know, in conversation. And so I think when I look at that video and then add the context of what I've heard, yeah, it's just, I don't think it's good. Like, I don't, you know, I don't think it came from a good place. And knowing that, you know, it's one thing for, you know, you to do something and not have you know, bad intentions or so on and so forth. It's another thing, you know, to tell jokes like that, get up in front of people at, at church, you know, and, and do that. And, and to know that that's your character, I think that's a whole different story. And so, yeah, I don't, not necessarily feeling that. Like I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that, especially for her to not have a good rep when it comes to her character. But anyway, she released a, um, an apology on Instagram. Um, and... Folks wasn't buying that either. But anyway, so so she wrote this apology on Instagram. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this is what it said. She said, as a kingdom citizen and a woman of integrity, I can acknowledge that some of my, wor some of my words, even if said in jest, can be offensive. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but to spread love, laughter, and more importantly, the gift which God has given me in song. If anyone was offended, I can sincerely say I apologize. So after she posted the apology video or the apology on her Instagram, she deleted it. Then she came back on Facebook and posted another apology. And it was a video. Um, and she said she was posting this apology because the first apology was ingenuine. And she said her attorney wrote, wrote it and made her post it. That's what she said. Um, not, not those exact words, but something along those lines. She definitely said her attorney wrote it and she posted it. So the second apology, again, I won't go into detail, but it was a video. Uh, she said, please hear my heart. Uh, that's what she titled the Facebook post. She said, 
Hello, everybody. This is Kim Burrell. I'm sorry. I mean it. I mean that. Not from the letter. From my heart, I released... Uh, from my heart, I released a letter two days ago. It did not convey right at all. And I must tell you this. It was from an attorney that asked me to do it. Um, so yeah, go... Oh, but you know, I was getting ready to say go watch the video. I'm sure you can still find it, like if you Google it somewhere. Um, but she also deleted that. She deleted the first apology and she deleted the second apology. So um, I need to follow up on that story to see what's going on with that. There was a video that um, I came across and I believe she was singing like... <laughs> She was singing, don't break my soul. Like, you won't break my soul. Like, after all of this backlash, I guess she was, like, in church singing that. And I was like, that's not funny. Like, that's not funny. Like, you know, for you to demean people like that and talk down on people and then you want to say, you won't break my soul. I'm like, come on now, Kim. You know, I know none of us are perfect, but girl, get it together. And for you to not have a good rep and to be, you know, a leader in the church and someone who is on the front lines of, you know, just Christianity and gospel music, like, that's not good, you know? And another thing is, like, you know, I wasn't going to address this, but, you know, I saw a lot of people saying, like, oh, this is why people don't go to church. This is why people don't go to church. Baby, you don't go to church because you don't want to go to church. This don't got nothing to do with Kimberell, okay? Now, I will say people like that, you know, I'm not going to say people like Kimberell, but people who have nasty attitudes in the church but then turn around and preach, you know, God's gospel, it is a turnoff for people who are in church or who people who are trying to find God, find religion, find spirituality. It's a turnoff. But baby, I'm not going to agree with this is why people don't go to church. Baby, you don't go to church because you don't want to go to church because everybody ain't like Kimberell. You know what I'm saying? That's like saying that's why we don't like black people for whatever something that they do. Baby, all black people ain't 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 like whatever it is that you don't like. So let's let's not do that. You know, but I do believe it is a turn off um, and it's a bad representation of, you know, um, or a bad reputation of Christianity, of spirituality, of gospel music for people who are unfamiliar. I will say that. Um, but yeah, y'all go check that video out. Um, and of course, you know, form your own opinion. Moving on. Um, I really love this. So Miami Swim Week was two weeks ago. It was like July 14th or 15th. And the girls were coming hard. I saw Pretty V, Angela Simmons, um, Jada Cheese, Ari Fletcher. Like the girls were coming with it. Um, oh, Miss USA. What's her name? Um, God, I know her name. I can't think of what her name is. Light-skinned chick, curly hair. Um, she's the current Miss USA. She walked to Miami Swim Week. Oh, my God, just beautiful. The girls were coming with it. Um, but anyway, Angela Simmons, which, you know, I, I've loved Angela for a long time, and I just love what she stands for. But she posted a picture on Instagram um, showing off her natural body. I mean, full natural body. No filters, no edits. I mean, you saw all of it. All, like, the cellulite, the hips, the curves, the dips, jiggles. Like, you saw all of it. And she posted this picture, and I love that. And this was her caption. She said, raw, no edit, real bodies matter, and thick thighs save lives. And I think that was just a great representation for women who are, you know, um, steadily working on their bodies, you know, dealing with low, low self-confidence. One day I'm confident, one day I hate it. You know, like, to see that from somebody who is influential i think was just awesome like i think I, I i applaud her like for for posting that and being a representation for real bodies and no disrespect to anybody else who has gotten surgery or whatever baby do your thing whatever whatever makes you confident like by all means but you know i'm a i'm a i am a natural body girl and to see that was you know it, it, it gave me a little bit more confidence right like it made me feel better about my body and so you know shout out to angela simmons for you know, um, just putting herself out there and just being real, raw, authentic, and uncut. So shout out to her, baby. And the body is bodying, okay? The thighs are thighing. Like, I mean, it was giving everything that it needed to give. So 
Shout out to her. All right, moving on to new music. Denny Lay, who is also on a press tour, she dropped her new video for Dead to Me, and she also dropped her new EP, My Side. Y'all go check that out. Uh, Cardi B dropped her new video for Hot Sugar Honey Iced Tea. Money Long uh, dropped her new video for Baby Boo featuring Sweetie. Lotto, this was really interesting. Um, she dropped her song, P-U-S-S-Y. Y'all signed it out. Um, and the song was addressing the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And so... The song was interesting. Like, you know, the, the song was interesting. I'll say that. Go listen to it for yourself. Um, but I will say, like, I respect Lotto for where she comes from and the fact that she's using her platform to speak against issues that impact her, that impact women. I love that. You know, I love that. Even if you don't agree with, you know, how she did it or what she said in the song, like, I respect that she's using her platform to speak out about these issues. So shout out to Lotto. Y'all go check that out. She has a video for it, too. Um, Saucy Santana released his video uh, featuring Lotto <laughs> for Booty, his new single Booty featuring Lotto. Y'all go check that out. And it actually has a, a Beyonce sample. Child, that Saucy Santana and that twerk, baby. Saucy Santana twerk better than all of us. Child, that thing be just shaking and jiggling and moving, honey. That thing be thanging. That booty be bootying. Okay, y'all go check that out. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion dropped a surprise single and i believe there's a video to it uh featuring future called pressurelicious y'all go check that out king combs shot the new song and video for his new single can't stop and won't stop can't stop won't stop not can't stop and won't stop just can't stop won't stop um autumn marini uh uh tapped in with kodak black and dropped a new single called don't stop i think there's a video to that too don't give me the line but it's definitely a new song called don't stop so that's all your new music for this week. Y'all make sure y'all go and check that out. Shine, black girl, shine. 13-year-old Alina Annalee just became the youngest black student ever accepted to medical school. And she happens to be a woman. Youngest black woman, black student ever accepted to medical school. And she plans on attending uh, the Hersink School of Medicine at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Alina Shine, black girl, shine. Alina said, I'm just that girl. Better be that girl. You are that girl, Alina. Shine, black girl, shine. All right, wrapping things up. Next week, we got a, a true, true, true friend of mine, uh, Marcus Furby, who is an entertainment professional who has taken Los Angeles by storm. He will be on the podcast to talk about his experience in the entertainment industry, working with big stars, navigating LA, and his path to becoming a talent manager and production director. Let me say this in all authenticity. authenticity. When So Ferb, that's what we call him. His name is Marcus Furby. We call him Ferb for short. He was the very first interview I recorded for the podcast. Um, I'm giving away my secrets here. Baby, there were so many mistakes there. So I got a real busy week. Remember I told y'all it's pageant week and I haven't started editing his video yet. So we'll see. I, I am saying that he will be the next interview. But baby, if that if that uh, editing take too long, it was going to be somebody else. Okay, let me say that. Okay, so it might be Marcus. It might be firm for the uh, next interview and it might not. We'll see how it goes, baby, because your girl's going to be busy this week. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. Thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all know I love, 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 love y'all. Go get some merch. Um, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend to tell a friend about Egg Smash the Podcast. And if you have a question that you want to ask, uh, 
Lord Jesus. If you have a question that you want Maj to answer on the show, uh, shoot me a DM at Podcast, and I will make sure that I answer it live on the show. Well, y'all, have a great week. Be intentional with your time, and I will catch y'all on the next episode. Let me get the mic. Peace. <laughs> Honey, I've got something to say. Uh, 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 ooh, I like that. Can uh, you turn that up for uh, me? Uh, hey, uh, It's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj.